This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1390, When the Scariest Part of Parenthood is Socializing with Other Parents, by Sarah Watkins with introvertdeer.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. Thanks so much for joining today. I'm Greg Audino, your host and narrator. Time to talk parenting again, folks. I've got a pretty cool post for you today, addressing a, uh, a sector of parenting that I don't believe we've talked about before. So you heard the title, When the Scariest Part of Parenthood is Socializing with Other Parents. Certainly something I'm sure a lot of parents can relate to, but haven't had the time or maybe the information on how to navigate. No fear, Sarah Watkins of Introvert Deer has written this great article that I think will be of some help. So let's jump into it and optimize your life. When the Scariest Part of Parenthood is Socializing with Other Parents by Sarah Watkins with IntrovertDeer.com One snag I failed to consider while preparing to become a parent was the inevitability of socializing with other parents. A planner by nature, I anticipated my baby's arrivals by reading all the books, making all the lists, doing all the research, and generally convincing myself that I had made a terrible mistake. Thankfully, both of my children survived their earliest years without much trouble, and I relaxed a little. However, just when it seemed like we were finally figuring things out, they started school. At first, the great challenges of school included trusting the classroom educators, acclimating to a different routine, and remembering where to find things, such as the online school calendar. But as the kids moved from their rural Maine Montessori years, from ages 3 to 5, to the Chicago public schools, things changed. A lot. Of course, the kids met our new challenges with resilience and grace, quickly falling into a new normal. I, on the other hand, have had a bumpier go of things. You see, as an introvert, the scariest part of parenthood for me is socializing with other parents. Little by little, I'm figuring out ways to manage my discomfort, but I'm discovering that there's no quick or fast solution. Here are some of the challenges I've faced as an introverted parent and what I've learned. The Challenges of Being an Introverted Parent I'm the kind of introverted working mother who can fake social ease just enough to keep the red flags lowered, as long as the socializing comes in short bursts, in small familiar groups, one-on-one is ideal. And it's extra helpful if I have a defined purpose for being there, like if it's my job. Alternatively, open-ended and undefined social situations are, for me, the equivalent of the boogeyman. My kids are now six and seven. They're sweet social people who enjoy playdates and group activities. They long to be in the mix of their school and neighborhood communities, after-school events, potlucks, and street parties. So I say yes to some things, and we keep showing up. We show up, the kids find their people and take off with their little wolf packs. I linger at the edge of the activity, not totally unlike a lone sock hanging limply from a clothesline. Recently in therapy... I described my social anxiety while among other parents as a middle school regression. It's especially prevalent with other mothers. If faced with a large group of mothers who are catching up with each other in chatty clusters of designer leggings, sporty vests, and baseball caps, I immediately feel like I'm 12 years old. Standing at the front of the middle school cafeteria, feeling very Asian, which I am, wearing the wrong clothes, and wondering where to sit. To be honest, I skipped lunch for most of my middle school and high school years and instead read peacefully in the library. But it's no longer just about me. I want my kids to see me doing things that are hard. Before I continue, I have a few disclaimers. I always have disclaimers. One, 
I'm sure the other mothers slash parents are fine. My own social obstacles are not a judgment on them. Two, I'm not looking for sympathy. This is simply how I am, and devising strategies for navigating this is my own inside job. Three, I could avoid these situations, but my own introverted personality shouldn't prevent my kids from participating in their communities. And four, it's important for my kids to see me doing things that I find hard and uncomfortable. When I spoke to my therapist about this particular issue, she reminded me that many people struggle to find their place among other parents. On one hand, this is a good reminder that we all have our challenges, introverted or not, but dealing with it sometimes calls for very different game plans depending on the individual. The other day, I read this article in the New York Times called, Making Friends with Other Parents is Like Dating. While I found it interesting, the tips didn't resonate as much as I had hoped because I'm not trying to find my next BFF. The article touches upon the awkwardness and uncertainty among peer parents, but it encourages friend-making. I do enjoy my friends and occasionally developing new friendships, but my main goal is to feel at peace when required to share space with other people. What I've learned It's not easy being an introverted parent, but learning to look at things a little differently has helped me when I've found myself volunteering in my kids' classrooms, at a mother-son dance, or at a school potluck. If you're an introverted parent, I hope these three things help you too. Number one, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks of me. This is easier than it sounds because unfortunately, I do care what people think of me. I'm not sure why this is, but whatever the reason, the best way forward, as author Anne Lamott reminds us, is bird by bird. And as Glennon Doyle reminds us, we just have to do the next hard thing. So if my strongest instinct is to bring a book and read quietly while the kids are playing, I should read my book. Yes, it makes me fairly unapproachable and perhaps to some a little rude, but if I'm not causing harm, if I'm keeping an eye on my kids and I don't feel like practicing the small talk, then really, I should be able to read my book. Number two, if I feel like hanging with just kids, that's fine too. I am the mom who prefers to be with the kids. The kids' space feels down to earth, authentic and comfortable. I find myself at times in the center of a kid's circle. My kids will come tell me something, their friends will follow, and the next thing I know, we're in a discussion about their game, their classroom, or a funny joke someone just learned. Perhaps I am not intimidated by elementary school kids because they are usually the only ones who are shorter than I am, but it's probably because they're the most fun. Number three, don't place expectations on any situation. As introverts, our minds are always going, imagining what might be coming up next. So this point is possibly the hardest one for me. However, if I don't have any expectations for whatever I'm doing, I can relax a little. This is more of an overall life strategy, but it can work well with other parents. If I do not expect anyone to interact with me in any specific way, if I don't expect to feel like a weirdo while I'm doing my own thing, if I don't expect any event to be great or terrible, it's easier to find moments where I can be present. Recently, I was sitting on a bench, listening to a podcast, watching my son play at the park. Another mom came up and sat next to me, commenting that sitting quietly seemed like a good idea. So that's what we did. We sat peacefully together, without awkwardness or expectation, simply watching our kids play. Sometimes it's enough to just show up. So I will. I will show up when it's important for my kids, and I will continue to challenge myself to find my place among other parents. Sometimes it'll be scary, but sometimes it might be pretty good. 
Most often, I imagine it'll fall somewhere in the middle. And that in itself is a valuable message for my kids. In our family, we try hard. We do things that scare us. And even when the results are average at best, we should still feel okay about it. You just listened to the post titled, When the Scariest Part of Parenthood is Socializing with Other Parents, by Sarah Watkins with introvertdeer.com. And thanks so much to Sarah for this post that I'm sure a lot of parents out there will appreciate. I really like those three reminders she listed. Definitely great means of self-care while not taking away from the experiences her children are having. However, uh, it is worth mentioning that over time, the experiences that your children have with making friends is greatly impacted by how parents between the two friends are interacting. You know, obviously, when you think about facilitating hangouts or playdates, and uh, whether or not another child's parents might be as trusting if they feel as though they haven't gotten a chance to know you as a parent. So it does seem important that Sarah continues to hone her approach as her children age, and those parent-to-parent interactions become not only less avoidable, but more necessary for the betterment of her children. And I'm sure considering it through that lens will help her or any parent in a similar situation to either dig in a bit more when appropriate, or look for opportunities to interact with parents in which she feels particularly empowered or relaxed. Because not only can interacting with parents help our children, but as we talk extensively with these fellow parents, we can learn from them, we can get tips from them, which uh, helps us help our children. Food for thought, parents. It's time to wrap up, though. As always, I thank you for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your Friday, and be sure to join me tomorrow for our Saturday Q&A. That's where your optimal life awaits.